Welcome, boogers, to the Late Night Fright. This is True Crime Thursday, the fourth in our week of shows. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very awesome, my very talented, and I really, I don't have anything for this one. It's just Faith. Faith's here. It's just Faith. Faith is love strange. <laughs> it is. It love is strange, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mickey and Sylvia, that's a great, that's a great that's old. That's a great tune. That's a great tune, and that tune is featured in the movie that we are going to be talking about today. Faith, tell them what movie we are talking about today. We are talking about Badlands. Starring Martin Sheen, Sissy Spacek, written and directed by Mr. Terrence Malick. This movie is widely considered to be one of the greatest movies ever made. And most influential. And most influential movies ever made. And uh, definitely one of the greatest movies of the 70s. This thing is... Um, I, you know, I would like to think that our, our listeners are, are pretty up on, you know, film history, but I know people who are really in the film who haven't seen this movie. Um, this is a really wonderful movie. I'm going to say that at the front. I'm going to say it a lot during, during this discussion <laughs> of the movie. And, uh, why don't, I'm gonna, you, why don't you tell them what you texted me when you started watching this? Do you, do you yes, remember? Yes. Um, I said that this is, it's like watching a poem. Yes. It's, and I hadn't seen it yet, so I was so right. excited this, to this movie see what you meant. Is really like watching a poem. We're gonna we're gonna get into it because the, the, this is not going to be as in depth a discussion. I think I think it's gonna be a lot of general impressions yeah. and variations on Badlands. This is really this movie. I saw it twenty some odd years ago. I was not in the place I am today, so I probably did not appreciate it as much then. Watching right. it now. You know, uh, knowing some film history, having a lot of life experience behind me, this movie's something. Oh, this this is something. This is what I mean. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So good. We're gonna say that a lot during this yeah. too. So please forgive us for repeating <laughs> ourselves. Um, Faith, this was your pick. Mm-hmm, it um, was. When we devised this week of shows, uh, and every as and if you can't notice now, this is our fourth one. Um, we've been alliterative with the with the choices. Monster Monday, see the two M's there, the mm-hmm. Terror Tuesday, Ooh. True Crime Thursday. Now you're a true crime mm-hmm. aficionado. Yes. Um, what made you pick Badlands? I actually picked the movie before I actually texted you the idea of a week of shows. Um, I was just, I love true crime movies. I love true crime shows. I know you're kind of... Oh, I appreciate them. You appreciate them, but you probably don't watch them as much as I do. No, nowhere nowhere near as much as you do. It's probably my favorite, if you even call it a genre. I'm not sure, but I mean... And I've asked you this before on the show, and forgive me for repeating myself, but we might have some people just tuning in for the first time. So what is your fascination with true crime? Because I I don't mean any disrespect here. There's a certain kind of person... Um, uh, that that likes this true crime. My aunt loves true crime. Right. I mean, you know, it's not everybody who's into true crime. Right. It's the same thing with like baseball, though. You know, like people who are like hardcore yeah. into baseball or any kind of niche thing. But um, what is it about true crime that, think, that, that draws you in? Honestly, stems back to from being little. My mom would watch, you know, 
investigation discovery and stuff like that all those channels and I got fascinated very early on but there's something interesting about how people can do things that are just heinous so, yeah yeah human nature's and a, yeah and it's so interesting to just see what they did and some people I mean most people don't have remorse for it and it's just crazy I that's a great point. They don't have remorse because I, that's a point I want to make as we get into Badlands. It's something that I, I noticed watching this movie. So um, I remember you texting me that you you had come into uh, – you had discovered that this movie existed. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say this before we get into it. You know, we do horror movies. Now, we do the occasional comedy. We did Elvira for, for this week's shows. We've done Clue. Um, you know, we've done some stuff not specifically – horror genre right. but kind of skirts the the boundaries right. of it this this is not a horror movie at all no, this, no. so this is um uh so not, it's a great excuse to, to to do this on the show too although we could we can do whatever we want on the show we're, we're the creators and hosts of it but right. but um so this is not a horror movie and right. and this is kind of fun because i do think that this is possibly the best movie we will ever talk about on this show <laughs> um so. and that includes silence of the lambs which up to this point was i think the best movie that we had talked about on this show. So um, Badlands is based on real events, although it does not chronicle those events, no, correct? No, no, it's just loosely based. And that's that's kind of, that's where I started with it. I kind of was like, I'm going to look up some true crime movies, see if we can kind of do something with that. And Badlands was the first thing to pop up. And I was like, okay, right. this sounds really good. Right. Maybe we can kind of incorporate some themes, you know? I mean. Absolutely. I, and and I'm, I'm, I was all for it. And, yeah. And, and still. Oh, yeah. We planned everything out like yeah. five minutes. And, still, and I'm still for it. And I'm really glad you picked this because I got to get reacquainted. I, I say reacquainted, but it feels like I, I got acquainted with it for the first time because I'm, and I can't wait to go back to this movie because I, this is a movie that you get out of it what you put into it. And if I can give anybody a bit of advice who, who, Here's this if they haven't seen it and like, oh, I'd like to watch that. Don't bring anything to it. Just let it happen. Exactly. Because this movie just happens. It it just unfolds before your eye. It's it's amazing. It's it really, I mean There's I not think- a lot of movies like this. People have tried to make it's lyr- it's lyrical. It's a it's like yeah, poetry. You said it's like art. It's just I mean, it's literal yeah. art. I mean Yeah. And it doesn't feel forced beautiful. or pretentious. And it gets Even into the some way, things. I mean, the way it looks, all the colors, the, the color scheme of everything. The composition is, is masterful. So l- let's tell them what it's about, because I have a feeling there might be some people out there listening who might not all know right. what this movie is. Um, this movie stars Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. That's about it. Um, <laughs> Warren Oates, a great character actor who might be most famous to most of you out there listening from the movie Stripes. Uh, he was also in a movie called The Wild Bunch, which was absolutely influential. But um, he has a very small role in this as Sissy SpaceX father. There's a couple other actors who, who pop up for not a long time uh, yeah, in I the mean, movie. It's yeah. really the two of them. It's their movie. It's their dance as it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he plays a young man named Kit mm-hmm. who... Uh, meets uh, Sissy Spacek in uh, the little town in North Dakota. Is it North or North. The, in North Dakota? Uh, she's from Texas originally. Her mother died. The father, uh, who paints uh, signs, mm-hmm. has moved them there. Uh, he he does odd jobs around town. Works as a trash collector. Loses that job. Uh, he he likes her. He likes to look at her. They go for a walk. They. <sighs> 
I don't want to say that they fall in love. It's hard to tell if they've fallen in love, but she kind of talks talks to to you throughout the movie that they eventually fall in love with each other. Um, and then he does, uh, the father says that he can't see her anymore and he shoots the father and thus they go on the run and, it's not an action-packed spectacular. It's not even about them evading the law, really. It is about them evading the law, but it's not them staying one step ahead. There's no tension in this movie. Right. It's it's watching the relationship between these two people. And at times, it feels like you're not even watching a relationship. Does that make sense? Because, that makes total sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. You're watching people being mm-hmm. in this movie, and it is just absolutely magnificent. Um like I said, this is it's, I, I can't say enough good things about this film. It's and, it, and it's a very hard movie to describe. I feel like you have to see it. The plot and the story are two completely different things. Right. The plot is sorry, I'm even they're on the run, you know, and then he um, spoiler alert he eventually gets caught. Okay, I didn't spoil anything about the movie for you. Yeah. I could tell you what happens in this movie. Uh, beat by beat, and you still wouldn't know what happens in this movie because you have to see it. it, you, it you do. You have to watch this relationship play out. Where would you like to start? This this was your pick. Where do you want to start with this? <laughs> I, I was going to talk a little about the backstory of Please do. why this movie was kind of uh, brought to life. There were two teenagers, Charles Starkweather and um, Carol Fugate in 1958, and they went on a killing spree. And I don't know exactly who they killed. I think maybe the father. Uh, I, is it if kind of, I'm recalling correctly, I think it was the father. And I think is, is it eleven total? I think is so. Because because the body count here, I think, is eleven, and I think that matches. I think that so. matches up. Yeah, yes. So they go on their killing spree, and that's kind of what this movie is loosely based on. And that kind of pulled to me. I was like, okay, you know, the song in the beginning of um, our show, I think, kind of describes this whole movie in episode love is strange yes would you stay with someone that you loved after they have killed 11 people (laughs) and the funny thing about this movie is she stays with him after he's killed at least eight people for sure i'm asking you oh you're asking me yeah what like oh no no do you stay out of love or do you stay out of fear what what is that exactly i never feel like she fears him in this movie i don't think so either she's just content and like she doesn't even freak out when she kills anybody i feel like exactly it's like oh okay where are we gonna live next where are we gonna live next and you said (laughs) something earlier that really struck me about uh you're talking about how could people do this the Mm -hmm. human nature side of this and it seems to me that these people use murder is more of an inconvenience than it is a way of life. It's mm-hmm. something that they do to preserve what they have. Not It's not a grisly uh, subconscious need for them to kill. They just kill out of necessity. Yeah. If, does that make point. sense? A, yes. And so there are no moral ramifications. They don't think about these moral ramifications during the movie because it is necess- it's a necessary thing. And I think that says something to their maturity level that they don't question the moral ramifications of what they've just done. They had to do it, her especially, because she is very vapid almost Mm -hmm. about it, blank about it. I'm completely blank. (laughs) And speaking of blank, these characters are enigmas. They're blank slates. You can put anything you want on these characters. You know, it's an interesting movie. It just, and I said, it just happens. It does. Like it, It's a very hard movie to really describe. I mean, like you said, it's not a horror film. It's just 
Love is strange. And I Love feel- is strange. <laughs> now, with that said, I don't want to scare anybody off of this movie because we're saying all these wonderful things no. about it. It's one of the easiest watches I've ever had oh, in my life. it's an incredible movie. 90 minutes. I could not take my eyes off of it the entire time. Look, my sister's a very picky person, and she will attest to that. She does not watch a lot of movies. I had that movie on. She kept looking at it like, what's happening? Oh, what? She was drawn into it. And you probably didn't have a good explanation for what was happening, right? Right. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Just just mesmerizing movie. Like this is this is truly like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. It it, It, me too. I can't tell you why. Me neither. (laughs) You know, I know it's good. There was a great quote by uh, one of the Supreme Court justices years ago regarding pornography, and he's like, "Uh, "I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it." You know, I can't you know, define great art for you, right. you know, to a point I can, I can tell you when something's really done well. This is just on this level beyond anything that I've ever seen. Uh, the director, can we get into the director? Terrence sure. Malick, Terrence Malick. Um, this movie comes at an interesting point because the studio system in Hollywood had broken down. And so these young guns were getting the chance to do this. And this guy got to do this movie. He's interested in life. Uh, I think has a degree in theology, something, uh, to do with life, you know, meanings, right. philosophical meanings of life. He directed this movie. It's all over this movie. He directed a second movie called Days of Heaven starring Richard Gere. And this dude disappeared for 20 years. It's Didn't crazy. speak to anybody. He was writing, wasn't direct. He was shooting film, they said, but he wasn't releasing movies. He came back in 98 with The Thin Red Line, which I was telling Faith before we started hit record on this, is one of the finest movies I've ever seen. The movie that just blows me away. Same reaction with Thin Red Line as with Badlands, where I sit there and I watch it and I go, I don't know what I'm watching. I know it's hitting me on some right. level, and this is important. Like you with said, a you capital know you're, I. you know you're watching art. Yes, yes. And I want to say this because I I, uh, I took film classes. I graduated with a screenwriting degree from LSU. Uh, I don't want that to sound pompous, but you know I've took, taken film history. Right. Movies like this, these lyrical movies can come off as so pompous. There's nothing pompous about this movie. There's nothing. Mm-mm. Its head is so far removed from its ass, it's not even <laughs> funny. This has a lot to say really about does. life. Um, what did you get out of it? What did, what did you get out of this movie watching it? The whole time I was just questioning that whole, how can you love somebody or stay with somebody when they're on a killing spree? I mean... I was thinking more about then, the nature the, of life when was, she talks I about, about I mean, what got us to this point in life. And I thought about my parents and my grandparents and these existential questions that I've had in life. Like, what got me to this? Like, how many things moving in the world got me to this point? Even yeah. sitting here talking to you right now. And they talk about that in the movie. And I was just going, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. but again, it's and not she, pretentious. Was she reading or... She was looking at pictures. Yeah, that's pictures, right. Pictures. Yeah. And she was asking questions about, you know. Yeah. And they talk about they bury the Lord, their little time capsule. And mm-hmm. maybe in a thousand years, someone will wonder, well, who are these people? You know, and it's in these questions. But it's about these kids on the run yeah. who've committed murder. And <laughs> But then it's about celebrity, American celebrity, because they mentioned James Dean and how, you know, it's it's so much going on. And you just have to watch it. Don't try to analyze it. No. Just let it happen to you yeah there's really like there's really not a lot to say about this film other than it's just like you said it's art it's beautiful 
you have to see it. Right. Um, outside of what you were talking about with uh, how could you stay with somebody like that, that's a great question, too, because I, I wouldn't. But Well, know. me neither, but I'm saying, I mean... It's cool. There are really people. There are people who do that. Yeah, that do that. So is it is it love? Are you so in love with this person? And domestic abuse. You see there, that yeah, with, or is with there things a like fear? that. Fear. What drives that? I mean, what is that? Was there anything else like that was rolling through your head through? No, through you it? nailed it right there about life and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about the performances. And again, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's much to say except for these two are just great. How oh Martin gosh. Sheen? Yeah, I, I, is amazing. I've only seen a few things with him in it. And he hasn't been my favorite in the things that I've seen, but he stole. I mean, he was incredible. There's a charisma to this guy, to him. And uh, he's in one of my favorite movies, Apocalypse Now. And he's mesmerizing that. And this is a completely different vibe from that movie. He's great. Um, Then we have horror movie Hall of Famer, Sissy Spacek. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you think of her in this movie? What do you think of her? I love her. She has this... I don't know. She's charming in a way. I think she's a lovely woman inside. I think she's. Be- mm-hmm. I've always thought she's beautiful, so and I think she's gotten more beautiful as she's gotten older. Mm-hmm. What I respect about her is, uh, did you read about her husband doing research on this? They mm-hmm. met on this movie. He was a production designer. They've been married since this movie came out. I didn't. See they that. didn't uh, stay in Hollywood. They uh, have a ranch in Virginia. Nice. They have two children, two daughters. They raise their kids outside of the Hollywood system. They've worked on movies together, um, a couple That's great awesome. movies together. Uh, she seems really well-grounded. He seems really well-grounded. Their kids seem well-grounded. Her, uh, Skylar, her daughter, is an actress. And uh, Sissy, in addition to appearing in uh, Carrie, appears in Castle Rock, the show that's on Hulu. And uh, Skylar, her daughter, plays a younger version of her on that show, and she's a spitting image of her. Nice. And uh, I've always liked Sissy Spacek. Thank and she you. said this movie changed her life in more ways than one because she realized that Movies could be art, and you could make this kind of movie. And I think she's amazing. And this is one of her very first things that she did. Mm-hmm. And she went on to win an Academy Award for playing Loretta Lynn. But mm-hmm. uh, Carrie, she's wonderful in Carrie. I don't want to get too far into that right. because we're going to eventually do that right. on the show. But um, these two together are one. You know, we so talk about great, great screen couples. They don't get mentioned in the great screen couples. This movie, as well regarded as it is, seems to almost get forgotten sometimes I on know. those lists. You know. It was nominated for the 100 Greatest um, Movies list and didn't make it. Um, they they don't get mentioned enough, I think, in screen couples. When I think of great screen couples, you know, there's uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy. Uh, I'm going to go there with this one. Sylvester Stallone and Talia Shire are one mm-hmm. of our – they're great oh, in they're, every one of those Rocky movies. But yes. rewatch that first one. They're wonderful together. And they are dancing. They're, they're, these two are so good they, they in were. this movie. It blew me away. I couldn't picture – Anybody else playing no. these roles? I'm sorry, I'm no. knocking into. She was again. so excited about so this excited. movie that she I'm knocked. Punching the microphone. So she, she punched the microphone. <laughs> um, what else? What else should we get Do into? Do you have any that? favorites from this movie? Anything? When they dance to "To Love Is Strange," mm-hmm. there's a wonderful was, scene uh, with that. Um, that was probably my favorite. Scene. Uh, my actually, my other favorite scene is when Martin Sheen is on the uh, plane talking to the law enforcement guys yes. and just joking around and they like him and yeah, he likes want, them yeah hey you want to my lighter yeah. <laughs> and fun. that is very martin that's a very martin sheen uh charm thing there i've seen him some other things that that vibe he has yeah. there is so martin sheen um yeah that was i absolutely love that those, those were my two favorite moments i mean i might go i might go and say all of it 
We do that here on the late night Friday. If you're new to the show, uh, we have been known to say all of it. Um, do you have Do you have anything else on this? I know you have more no, to I say, but I don't probably don't know how to say it, right? right? That's what I'm saying. I think we covered most of what I think this movie kind of right. What you can say about it yeah. without yeah. seeing it, and um, yeah, I mean, I think we need to do some more true crime. Do you want to watch more Terrence Malick? Yes. Yes, he yes, has because he's back you told making me about movies. Yeah, Thin Red Line. I want to go see yeah, it. Yeah, and Tree of Life, <laughs> Tree of Life is very good. Um, he's an interesting guy, very introverted. And I mean, I was, what, what do you think his secret is? You said you've everything you've watched from him has been incredible, and there hasn't been very much. So, I mean, I think he's extremely you, introverted, and I think it comes out. And some people have a gift. Stanley Kubrick had a visual gift. Yeah. Steven Spielberg has that gift. Lucas has that gift. Some people have that gift, and he seems to be able to translate that to the screen and it's just so unpretentious like i said and i'm in awe i'm in awe of this movie and his movies the ones that i need to watch all of them um i want to apologize to any cinephiles out there who are maybe looking for like some grand and now i we don't have one (laughs) i mean i I was looking for them online and uh, me too and it's hard it's hard it's it's just a great movie watch this movie it's one of the best i've ever seen i it's it's up there for me i i it's 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 amazing it really blew me away um Trying to find words for it, but it's it's difficult. It watch the movie, and if you watch this, let us know. Let us know what you think of it. Um, and please, if you don't get this the first time, watch it again. Yeah, because we're gonna be watching it again. I I feel like I got it. I just don't know how to put what I got into words. It's right. it's a treasure. It really is. It's a no, gem. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's very hard to describe and and analyze. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah, because this would uh, we could do a show just about this movie we could. for. Eight months, you know, and be finding things, but it's great. Uh, love is strange. Love I think is, that's, that's what I take away from it. Im- that's the think the most important part here. Love yes. is strange. Absolutely. Um, I I don't have anything else to add about either. this except for we've... watch this immediately. Yeah. So, all right. Well, with that, this has been True Crime Thursday. We have one more left. We have Fantasy Friday, and we have the movie Constantine, mm-hmm. starring Keanu Reeves, coming up. But until then, I am Dan, and and we want you to keep Keep your your monster monster on on a leash. I am Dan. And we want to let you know that we are on the World Wide Web. That's the interwebs, isn't it, Faith? That's what I like to call it, the interweb. www.latenightfright.com. And we are also on the gram. We are. You can check us out at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Or you can also follow my personal page, I'm a Normal Alien. You're not exactly normal, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Check out the website. You can subscribe to our mailing list. And if you like the show, please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff. You know us. We're available wherever podcasts can be found. You got that right. We'll see you on the other side.